Vajam. Vajam. Podcast time. It's podcasts, yes. Cast. Podcast. We're keeping it real for uh, anyone listening. Well, then if it was keeping it real, I'd say podcast. Exactly. That's what I mean, (laughs) saying both endings. Right, it's Experience Good Coffee podcast. Coffee matters most when cared for from plant to cup. We're committed to roasting and delivering a coffee drinking experience to be remembered. This podcast is brought to you by Cielo Coffee. Coffee, 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 coffee. Which I'm about to do. Genuine sound effect. (laughs) Everyone wants that in their ears. Everyone wants a slurp from Linda. Sorry about that, but we've just got a flat white, so I'm going to try and drink it really quietly. We're having coffee as we do a podcast, which is a bit dangerous, I think, but... Why? It's not wine. Well, not for what we're going to say. All right. For... uh, Slurpiness. Not for slurpiness. What's What's it dangerous for? for? It's not clarity. What? I don't know. They used to drink coffee. Like, that's what started business meetings, wasn't it? Well, not not the origin of business. The origin of business was (laughs) coffee. Thank you. You're welcome. See, I need coffee. No, the origin of coffee shops was guys getting together to make plans. Sounds suspicious to me. Still is, isn't it? <laughs> Don't think much came out of it. <laughs> Maybe a few businesses. Maybe government plans. <sighs> well, thank you. But all we've got to do is coffee. chat and drink coffee, so I reckon we can manage that. We can I don't think that, it's going to be a, a negative, surely. Welcome. Welcome, everyone. Here we are. Yeah. So this is great, isn't it? We've got a few cool episodes coming up, which I, I know we often say <laughs> and then don't. <laughs> well, we've been saying we're going to do one for don't a see it through. How long is it since we've done one? It's, it's about a year, actually. Man. But we wanted to plan a season this time. So we've actually got. Season at like least, Apple TV. <laughs> this, is like, <laughs> this is just like Netflix. Season three. So we know we definitely have, so far, at least five podcasts coming out. Yeah. So that's exciting, isn't it? That is good. Some are pre-recorded, just so we definitely are not Well, some are interviews that we've grabbed, aren't they? Yeah. So that's why. So we'll still be chatting around them. But yeah, we've got some stuff at last um, and some time. Well, have we got time? We've just had to make time, haven't we? We've kept being too busy to do this. And then in the end, you just think... Well, we're too busy, so let's just do it anyway, because otherwise... And this is one of the fun bits. Yeah. So the, the coffee roasting machine's on standby. Sitting on QuickBooks is not one of the fun bits, is it? No. We might need to explain that phrase. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how many people sit on QuickBooks. <laughs> what? what do you mean? We all love to... It sounds like a Red Bull race or something. You know, the boring book bookkeeping. I mean bookkeeping, man, admin. When I when I dreamed up doing our own business, I just didn't want to really be well it never entailed sitting on QuickBooks. <laughs> <laughs> sounds more fun now though, doesn't it? But now Well, yeah. admin and coffee roasting aside. Exactly. This is the fun bit. And hanging out. So, um, what have you been up to then, Linda? What's well, Sarah went. 
didn't she? We interviewed her on the podcast a few... Episode one. Was it episode one? Yeah. Man. About her roasting during her travelling, because she is the travelling roaster, who has now travelled off Again. with new husband. Woo! And uh, moved overseas and has left, which is a shame, because we were, were getting busier, which is really good, and she had a real handle on all that. And then she left it to me again. So Doing a great job. Yep. But it's, yeah, so I've been roasting most when you say what have I been up to? It's either roasting coffee or packing coffee or stuff for the kids or appointments or doing the half term thing or trying to wash some clothes or yeah, man, life. Life, innit? Mm. Life stuff. I've started saying, yeah, man. You have started saying, yeah, man, <laughs> just specifically in the last five minutes. No. <laughs> I started saying it with the kids, yeah, man. But the coffee's good. The coffee's fun. It's going all over the place to a different, like, address-wise. I mean, I'm not just throwing it. <laughs> You're not just it. throwing it around. <laughs> so it's interesting to see where it, where it ventures off to when we post it off. That's quite cool. I was thinking about what has been going on I was going to say what have you been doing what have I been doing this is a genuine catch up we never chat this is good because this this, maybe this is why it's a highlight because it means Mm. that the husband and wife chat oh that's lovely isn't it it? which we just don't do but I was reflecting so when we think about these podcasts we approach it quite differently don't we yeah because I like to reflect a lot to think of things and you like to just chat so it's always a surprise for me (laughs) What's coming? And for me. <laughs> like when I just surprised the weather spoons. <laughs> what did you do with the weather spoons? So, so two bouncers came round to Cielo because we've said they can have one of our um, old sofas for their staff room. We're generous at like that. At weather spoons next door to us on our high street. So they've seen us filling up a skip and yes. spotted a bit of furniture going that was a bit past it. But we also had another sofa that's not, we wouldn't really put it in the cafe anymore. But they can probably like do a bit of a clean on it and have it in their staff room. So they were keen to have that. So two bouncers came around to collect it and came upstairs. And as we were walking down the stairs, he said, oh, I feel like I'm robbing you. And I just really quickly said, no, you did that when you opened. Oh, you didn't. You are joking. And then it went a bit awkward because they kind of laughed. But I was obviously making a bit of a dig about... Well, they Income. did, Robert. But I know, but these guys are just some bouncers. They're just the bouncers. But, yeah, so I there. tend to speak, and then be surprised myself. Surprise yourself. I do. I, I do. Out loud, because I think out loud. Not just by so my I stories. Process out loud. And by then, your own. Uh, I surprise myself. So yeah, that's my approach to a podcast: is let's hit record, and it'll probably be funny or awful, but we can edit it. <laughs> well, I can edit it. Oh yeah. <laughs> While you're racing. So I was thinking about what's happened. And I was one of the things that's come up, because I was having a, we had a really good chat with, um, on the next podcast, going to be with a guy called Simon Thomas. And it reminded me of um, some of the moments in my life where things have suddenly changed. Yeah. And, um, and one of those was when, he calls it life interrupted, doesn't he? Or, um, yeah, when things suddenly change right. that, that are kind of out of the ordinary. 
and that can be something in his case you know losing a wife which is you know huge or it can just be other things in life that just you have to adapt to and try and work out how to respond and you know you know they can be really tough situations um and i was thinking about back in kind of one of the lots i can't remember one of the lockdowns when i was hitting more of a low and there was a really weird you know sometimes you look back and go I never imagined that that would make me feel so much better. What, the low? No, what happened. Oh, so right. basically, <laughs> oh, let me explain then. You're jumping in too quick there. Let me explain. We, I was, I pretty, you were me I was pretty down, wasn't I, <laughs> yeah. at one point. Yeah. I can't really remember. But there was one moment where I was like, oh man, this is tough. I think everyone had those moments in lockdown at different times. And for me, there was there was this moment when over a weekend, I'd probably been finding it hard for a few weeks, and then over this weekend, we watched two things over the same weekend, just on Netflix, I think, or yeah. that kind of thing. Maybe one was on Amazon Prime. One of them was watching a show about Bastille. Yeah. The band, one of my, my favorite bands. Bastille. So we had to watch that. I made you sit through it, although you quite I love like them. Him. No, you don't like even him. Don't try and play that card. <laughs> and then, in the middle of it, they were discussing this scenario where they were like, the lead guitarist was saying, oh, we just really felt the pressure that we just should do another, another album and just, you know, basically just get on with being Bastille and do another album when they got to the end of a tour and things. And the lead singer was like, now I want to do something quite different. And he created this thing called Reorchestrated Bastille, which was taking an orchestra, a full massive orchestra out to rework all of the Bastille type songs in there. Yeah. And that was quite a big move and quite an expensive move because it's obviously cost a lot more to take an orchestra than just yeah. five people in a band. And they went around these venues and I remember them talking about it and saying, actually, it was the lead guitarist was saying about the tension between him and the lead singer, because they all loved doing this reorchestrated, but it wasn't like the moneymaker. It wasn't like the thing that was the most, you know, I guess business sense in, in the next steps of, of Bastille. <laughs> and they turned around at one point and just went, and I suddenly realized that ultimately none of us are in this about money. This is not about money for us. It's, if we don't enjoy what we're doing, what is the point? and how actually if they wanted to just make money then they'd just go and be investment banks or whatever and and when they said that i just thought wow that is that is really fascinating firstly that bastille they made money yeah <laughs> much money you know i think a lot of us think each other make a lot of money like you look at others and think man they're fine they're doing this great stuff and actually you know and at that point you know we were in lockdown business was tough you know we're surviving but tough and I had like a moment where I was just like, it really hit me in that watching this thing where I just thought, do you know what? We just love what we're doing, don't we? Yeah. And it doesn't always make money. It doesn't always, you know, I could go and do other things. We could, you know, you can always have that. I always have that. Oh, in five years, I'll go and do something else about everything. You're telling me you could be an investment banker. <laughs> 
But it's really weird how watching a Bastille documentary I thought was just fun on a Friday night has suddenly profoundly shifted me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Out of quite a you know dark and not very fun place, and it really changed my. And then anyway, the next night, this goes this on. This weekend was. This is a really mega. key weekend that I didn't realise at the time. But the next night, we watched with the kids who'd never watched La La Land. Now, you wouldn't expect that to be anything other That's than... That's right up your street, don't pretend. I'm, I think I found Bastille and played him to you, and you're pretending <laughs> oh, right, right, cool. La La Land. So then we watched La La Land with the older kids, and they'd never seen it, so we thought, yeah, shove it on, just put it on, whatever, it's great, good film. Catchy numbers. <laughs> and uh, in the middle of that, yeah. just... I think it's just before they break... Oh, no, I don't want to spoil it for anyone who hasn't seen it, but... It's because it's an old one now. It's an old film. So when they break up, before they break up, the guy who... And the main couple, the guy who wants... Has this big dream of setting up a jazz club, doesn't he? Yeah. And she wants to be his actress. And he had this moment in the film where he was like... I'm not going to do it anymore, I can't do it, it's just a waste of time, it's just my dreams, no one will come, no one can be bothered, you know, no one will turn up to this thing. Anyway, she turns around to him and goes, no, do you know why they'll come? They'll come because you're passionate. And that one line, for the next week, and then actually, subsequently, for the next year, yeah. I kind of look back on going, oh, what is it about this weekend, this one <laughs> line out of this one film, where I just got massively hit with this, you do it because you're passionate. Yeah. And you do your job because you love it and that kind of thing. And, you know, and actually it's a real privilege to do things we enjoy doing, isn't it? And, and those moments are really important to try and kind of acknowledge and go, wow, that, you know, who would have thought watching Bastille and La La Land on a weekend would shift things so much for me? So that was pretty, that was a pretty cool moment. And I honestly say that, really took me out of that dark place yeah it did which is amazing isn't it it's fascinating how because normally you'd expect that to be friends or maybe part of church and things which Why? i think is all part of that and does it but actually you never know you never know where it's going to come from do you no it's true but it's been a funny old time isn't it for everyone and we're still in this weird time yeah but what it's kind of helped me think is let's just try and make the most of today whatever we're doing today i know it's far too easy to particularly the money what money you're making or what money there is or what money you've got like at the minute with yeah cost of living and everything it could absorb your brain mm. all day every day couldn't it really and it's just remembering well tomorrow morning we're still all going to be here so unless weatherspoons open next door again <laughs> no <laughs> Oh dear, but it's good, isn't it? It's cool. I just like that. I like how things come and surprise you sometimes, and the unknown, the unexpected, can sometimes take you off. We need to Hit be ready. Between the eyes. <laughs> exactly. What is that? Um, blind day. Oh yeah, blind day. Man, you've got to be over forty for that Lifting. joke, haven't you? Sorry, everybody. That is that is a one. Yeah, so what, what you're drinking 
Yeah, heavily. It's just no, to no, go. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we did that. Um, we were ill a couple of weeks ago, and both of us had to go on antibiotics, didn't we? And we was like, "Quick, yeah. Google, can we have My first a glass pot of, of coal? Can I still have a glass of wine?" <laughs> terrible, terrible scenes. So um, no, come on, I'm drinking. No, you're actually drinking a flat white. We're drinking flat whites at the moment. Yeah, I've just put them on stories. Eastgate blend. Oh, yeah. you nice. So, tell everyone about the milk. Oh, so we've got... This is cool. We've got a thing, a thing, a machine downstairs on the bar called Uber Milk. Uber. Which um, is very cool. And I was a little bit sceptical. What? You never told me. <laughs> well, I, start, I went down that whole route of machines and machines not people and... Um, does it become a bit automated? But then I soon sacked that off because I thought about the coffee machine. We don't manually pull a shot of coffee with arm pressure, like old beers used to be poured with arm pressure. And I think things do progress, and I think this is a good progression. Yeah, so what is it? What does so it do? So it's a machine that you load up with a load of milk, like piped in, and when you press a button, it instantly heats and foams perfectly, flat white quality milk, and it just goes straight into a jug, ready. So Silky, smooth. Really good. And then the bit you get to have fun with instead is pouring it and having a go at patterns, and it works every time. Well, if you're good at it. If you're good at it. Well, no, not, I don't mean the pattern <laughs> works every time. The milk, the milk is oh, the, the same milk every is time. So in terms weirdly. of practicing and learning, you've got the same milk every time to have a go with. It's fascinating, isn't it? It is. And it's what only it? whole milk. So we're not, putting, we're not changing it out for oat milk and everything. So all the baristas are still using the steam arms and doing quite a lot of milk and skimmed milk even. But it does mean if you've got like a couple of people waiting for takeouts going off on a dog walk or whatever, and they're, they're wanting to be a bit quicker, they're not waiting for you to stand there with the jug going... For no, however it's long fascinating. Long. I mean, it literally is the best milk at the push of a button I've yeah, ever, it's weird. ever seen. It's weird how it instant it is. It just comes through. What is it? Is it air that goes in it? I couldn't no. quite... Uh, no. I think it is just... Just heating just, it. Yeah. That gives a textured yeah, milk. Yeah, and pressure through the little like gauze thing excuse my tummy that was... I don't know what you were looking at <laughs> that was the and coffee. it doesn't add any water because when you use a steam yeah. arm you do get some water added obviously because you're using steam to heat yes. it and foam it so the volume increases and you'll often see even like definitely for us when you do a jug of milk for a flat white you never get it spot on you always do a bit too much um, so you do the drink and then pour some milk down the sink. Whereas with this, we're not pouring milk down the sink because it, you, it does a measured amount for the drink you're making. It's so amazing. In terms I of think waste, it's, it's I'm completely, much better. Completely sold on it because I was never, I mean, I, you know, we, we can make, you steam milk. If you work in cafes, you steam milk, you can get to a fairly good grade, but to do it every time, Exactly Consistently. the same. And every staff member, exactly the same. Yeah. There's a lot of variables. Um, I say it's great fun. But yeah. You just get perfect milk. And 
if you want to do those pretty patterns that you see everywhere on on YouTube and all those kind of video uh, social media things where you look you search coffee you can do all of that at the push of the button because you get the perfect milk so my milk's gone up my standard of pouring is getting there but yeah. I still don't really know what I'm doing that was good but it's coming to a festival near you soon as well isn't it yeah that's part of the reason isn't it yes we're doing summer festivals we're going to have people lined up just wanting drinks in takeout cups we don't want you can't you can't afford to do three minutes per drink because it would take them all afternoon to get their latte so this is going to be super helpful exactly when you've got thousands of people queuing up for a drink go 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 but not just go 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 but with perfect milk <laughs> you look like you've got two thoughts going on i'm at still the same uh, time. i am still in awe of this so if you want to look on our instagram or facebook you can see some videos of it we'll put some, let's do some videos yeah okay it. yeah and they're not yeah but they will be yeah well this is out is it yeah <laughs> blimey <laughs> it's not peak too soon so uh we might have to pretend it's october the festivals were good weren't they <laughs> festivals were good no 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 it's, this is going out soon so we are doing festivals aren't we yes not your average uh summer break <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Makes people go away. Yeah. Or your average festival. Or your average festival. Because we're hitting the uh, the church scene, the Christian festivals this year. We've got five. Five festivals. In two and a half weeks. If you're getting 20 of them. So let's just tell them quickly in case people are going. Yeah. So Vineyard are doing Dreaming the Impossible. Yeah. Elim are doing Limitless. Youthscape are doing satellites yeah these are all in showgrounds aren't they they're youth festivals 61 yeah festival um with fusion and new wine that's going to be a student like kind of 20 1830s club 1830s focus festival yes so that is if you're going to any of those you can drink cielo that's go. pretty cool, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Go find the big marquees. So we're not a little we're not a little cafe stand or in the food court kind of thing. We we did focus before and set up a little cafe, didn't we, which was really fun. Yeah. But this time we're actually supplying the big uh, oh, yeah. marquees with machines and coffee and stuff. So um and takeout cups. And takeout cups. Which are fully recycled. I have to tell you, if I can have a geek moment, we Again. could talk about <laughs> Hang on a minute. That wasn't a geek moment before, that was a heartfelt moment. This is my geek moment. Oh no, we found mean heartfelt coffee. Oh no, 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 don't it worry. Meant the whatever, Uber milk. Whatever. Oh, the Uber milk, yeah. So the cu the cups, we've got this new I don't I don't know if many other places are doing this yet, but if they are, why the heck are they? Oh let's just say we're first. Let's say we're first. Let's just say we're first. It's called say it loud enough. something like aqueous board or something which is a new lining in a paper cup. Yeah. <clears throat> which means... It's not wax. It's, it's not, not film. It's not, yeah, uh, plastic, which is okay because it's recyclable, but it's not great because if it doesn't get recycled, then that's it. It's not made of the compostable kind of... Vegware or, well, do you want me to... And other brands available. <laughs> <laughs> Those kind There's of... There's lots of compostables Commercial now. compostable cups. Yeah. Which again are good if they end up in the three commercial composting plants in the UK, and if they don't, 
they're almost as bad as yeah they're made know, best from better landmill, stuff landfill. yeah these ones are completely paper recyclable yeah can pulp right down as paper yeah even the lining and fully home combustible so if it ends up in bin. landfill or whatever it would still compost yeah. within this is something what we've been like waiting for three months so there's actually the eco credentials are ridiculous yeah I'm so pleased this even exists. I didn't even know until about a month it's ago. It's taken a long time for packaging solutions to appear that are genuine solutions, isn't it? But this is a good one. Downside, we had to order a lot. <laughs> so nine, nine pallets are coming. Nine pallets, you can't say that quickly. <laughs> oh. We don't have a lot of space because we haven't, we've got, we've just got planning permission to extend, but we haven't built it yet. No, so you've had to put them outside because they're going to compost, aren't they? <laughs> Nine pallets, Nine pallets of takeout cups. Don't worry, we could, they can go in the bedroom. <laughs> They're not coming home. <laughs> Absolutely no chance. Well, it'll be all right. We can work it out, can't we? I think they'll all be gone within two weeks of the festivals anyway, so... Yeah, that's why there's so many, isn't it? It's not just because we're expecting a lot of takeouts from our local no. own cafe. But that's pretty cool, isn't it? So, a geek over. That's good. Quite concise for you. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you believe it? I'm sure I took five minutes over that. So, right. Have we chatted everyone's ear I think off? Before we chatted people's ear off. It was just a quick catch up. You've probably realised there was no great content there, but there's a few bits of, a few nuggets of we, what, what we've been doing. Next week's, as I said, Simon Thomas X. Blue Peter presenter. I mean, I was in awe chatting to him. That's another time you geeked out. <laughs> Simon Thomas. We're terrible with a celeb, aren't we? Sky Sports. <laughs> Exoasis Trust as well, where I did my gap year. Yeah. I mean, that's the one to listen to. So next week, check it out. We'll be back. Promise. Yeah, we will. Bye-bye. So, yeah, we'd love you to subscribe um, and go with us on our journey. We've got some weeks ahead and, uh, yeah, we'd love you to set out with us. We've got some offers we'll be doing, bits of coffee information we'll be giving you. So it'd be great if you could follow us. And we've got Instagram, we've got Facebook, we've got website. We've even got the old TikTok starting, which is epic. So find us out there. It's CLO, which is just CLO coffee and you'll uh, spot us around the place.